We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I realize that through sickness and disease, sometimes God works some things out in people's lives because He does have time to deal with them. They flatter their back and they got time on their hands. And God can deal with them and people witness to them. And God will get glory out of anything that the devil does. Somehow he'll get some glory out of it. There's a friend of mine that used to take his little boy, you know, every time they'd have a fire or something, he'd get his little boy and he'd take him down there and they'd watch the fire trucks. And uh, he did this about seven or eight times. The little boy was about six years old, you know. Finally, one day, after several times, why he said, Daddy, he said, uh, what is that little red truck doing running all over town, setting these houses on fire? <laughs> now, see, he related the fact that the house was burning, the little red truck was there, that they're setting it on fire. And that's the way a lot of people have done with God. They've related the fact that God's on the scene in tragedy working there, and they thought God did it. He no more did it than the fire truck set the house on fire. We need to get our priorities straight. Can you see that? Now we're in Hebrews, the 12th chapter. We're talking about the chastening of the Lord. Let's read verse 7 again. If you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. He dealeth with you as with sons. Now notice, if ye endure chastening. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye illegitimate children, not sons. Now let me call your attention to verse 7, if you endure chastening. Now the reason that the wicked people are not chastened of the Lord is because they won't endure chastening. See, he says, if you endure chastening, then he dealeth with you as with sons. Now, you take a sinner out here, he won't endure chastening. He just won't read the Word. He won't go to church. If he goes and they get a little, you know, he thinks that somebody's told the preacher what he's done, he'll get up and leave. He won't endure chastening. So, you see, if you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with a son. So that individual won't endure the chastening. See, the word's there, all right, and it would chasten him, but he won't receive it, you see. Verse 9, Furthermore, we have had fathers after our flesh who correct us, and we give them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? Now, here's another key to understanding the chastening of the Lord. Shall we not much rather be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? In other words, subject yourself unto God, who is the Father of spirits, and it produces life. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. We live by every word of God. Every word of God has life in it. Jesus said, the words I speak unto you, they are spirit, they are life. They are spiritual power. God's Word is filled with the divine energy of God. The life of God is in His Word. And it'll chasten you. It'll correct you. It'll reprove you. If you endure chastening, and if you're a child, you will. If you're a child of God. Now, see, he says the Father of spirits. 
Now, let me ask you something. See, our fathers chasing us after the flesh. I mean, you know, when you as a child, I got chastened quite often. But now, you see, that's why people relate. Well, you know, you got chastened with a rod, so, you know, God's going to take a big stick and chasten you now. The rod of God is his word. It's his word. There shall come a stem out of Jesse, a rod. (laughs) The rod. The Old Testament, the rod was the type of Jesus, or the word. Now, the father of spirits. Let's look at it from this angle. God is a spirit, so a spirit chastening, how would a spirit chasten? Now, because your father was in the flesh, he chastened your flesh, because it needed chasten. Sometimes we say they applied the, uh, well, let's see, how'd they say it? The, the <laughs> let's just forget it. Let's go on to something else. <laughs> Anyway, they heat you up in certain spots. <laughs> Applied the rod of correction to the seed of learning. I guess that's what it was. But now, a father of spirits. How would a spirit chasten? A spirit would chasten you in a spiritual level. So if God, who is our father, chastens us, he is going to chasten our spirit. Jesus said the words I speak unto you, their spirit, their life. The word of God is spirit life. So he takes the word of God and he chastens us with his word. He chastens our spirit. What good would it do our spirit for God to inflict cancer on our physical bodies? Or some other bad thing, car wreck that break both legs and arm. But you see, there's people that think that way. And I'm telling you folks, Jesus said... Ye shall know the truth. If ye continue in my words, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I'll tell you, people that believe that God is making them sick and causing them problems, you know, they ought to just hatch off like a bunch of little chickens in an incubator when they begin to hear the word like this, and ought to just get healed all over the audience, just like that. Because the truth sets you free. When you find out it's not God, you can believe God for deliverance from it. Now let's go on here into verse 10. For they verily for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now notice here in this verse 10, for your father, you see, might for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure, but he, talking about God, for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now, here again, I'm just going to stay on this and say it so many ways you're going to get it. Is that all right? Yeah. It'll set you free. If sickness and disease and troubles and broken arms and car wrecks and all of these kind of afflictions were the chastening of the Lord, then it ought to make you more holy. Now, look at what he said. But he, for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now, you see, if it were true that sickness and disease was the chastening of the Lord, then the people in the hospital would be the most holy people on earth. Can you see what I'm saying? Now, that ought to prove to you that that's not right. But just because you can get sick and go to the hospital doesn't make you holy. But the chastening of the Lord will make you holy. So he takes the holy scriptures and he chastens you. 
as you endure that chastening, you become more holy. Let's go on. Now, no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterwards it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. It yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness. Now, not only does it make you holy, it's going to yield the fruit of righteousness. You ever see cancer? Yield the fruit of righteousness. Did you ever see a broken arm? Yield the fruit of righteousness. No, but the chastening of the Lord will. The word of God applied to you, discerning the need in your life, and as you read it and as you hear it, allowing the Holy Spirit to put that word to you in a manner that you can understand it and how you can apply it in your life and make you become more holy and be more obedient to the word of God, it'll work a work of righteousness in you. But I don't know of any car wreck that ever made anybody righteous. Now, like I say, there might have been somebody got saved, born again, when they went to the hospital because they got witnessed to so much. But that was God working on the scene. That's just like the fire truck being on the scene of the fire at the house. But the fire truck sure didn't set it on fire. And God may work good out of any tragedy that he works in, but it wasn't God that caused the tragedy. Go with me to Psalms 94. Here in Psalms, the 94th chapter. David makes a statement, verse 12. Blessed is the man whom thou chasteneth, O Lord, and teacheth out of thy law. So it's the teaching from his law, from his word. Even in the Old Testament, he understood that. Now, there's some things under the Old Covenant that if you read, you'll find a lot of things under the Old Covenant that you don't find under the New Covenant. And I know that some of the things that have been misunderstood are because of some of the ways that it says it in the Old Covenant. It makes it look like that God afflicted things upon people and put sickness and disease on them. But now let me show you how to discern and rightly divide that truth. God said to the children of Israel, said, I've given you the promised land, go in and possess it. And he said, now if you'll obey my word, do all these things, then none of these diseases will come upon you. But if you forsake and don't do my word, then all these curses are going to come upon you. Then when the curses did come, it is recorded in the scriptures and the King James that God put it on. Now let me ask you something. Let me show you how to rightly divide that. If they had been obedient to God, would they have been sick? No. God told them the curses was out there. Don't go out there. The curses is out there. They said, we're going to go see. That's like me telling you it's raining outside. Don't go out, you'll get wet. You say, I'm going to go see. And you go out there and come back soaking wet and say, look what Charles Caps did to me. <laughs> All I did was tell you it was out there. And you was dumb enough to go out there. I told you not to go. And that's what God did, you see. And it gets recorded, God did it, but God didn't do it. It was their disobedience that brought the sickness and disease. I have good news for you, folks. God is on your side. God bless you. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before we leave the broadcast, offer all of this week will be CD offer number 7121. It's entitled, The Chastening of the Lord. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. That's offer number 7121. In Hebrews, the 12th chapter, there are so many people that are confused about 
what is written here from verse 5 down a few verses. Let's look at it. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Now notice he said, you've forgotten the exhortation. That's the way God chastens us. He chastens us with his word. Verse 6 says, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with a son. For what son is he whom the Lord chasteneth not? But if you are without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, in other words, all sons are partakers of the chastening, then you are illegitimate sons. Now, when you look at this, if God used sickness and disease to chasten people, then the only people that would be sick would be the people that were born again. Christians would be the only one that would get sick because he does not chasten those that are not his sons. Furthermore, we have fathers after our flesh who correct us, and we give them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? Notice, he chastens us with the word he chastens our spirit with the word the father of spirits that's the key for verily for a few days the fleshly fathers chastened us after their own pleasure but he for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness now if sickness and disease was being used to chasten it would make you righteous and you know that's not right you need the cd offer number 7121 single cd for a total of eleven dollars we have a toll-free auto line one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred until tomorrow this is charles caps reminding you the enemy is defeated god is exalted and yes jesus is coming soon to order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.